You must come to a point where you are revived to an extent where you want to know him much more. Because when you know him, you'll be known of him. I may know him. The power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings be made conformable unto his death. A consistent process. Knowing him at the dimension of the power that rules him again. Not just that. No, no. Knowing him at the power of the fellowship of his sufferings. Engaging and in intimacy with the things that Christ went through. Recognizing those things that he went through as part of the Christian journey. Many of us do not believe that when you are going through stuff in the Christian faith, it's, it's okay. We feel it is wrong. The devil must be. Yes, the devil is the one orchestrating every suffering. But hear me, when God permits certain levels of, 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 of certain suffering, I'm not talking about the ones that happen because you are ignorant, you are lazy, and you have not operated wisdom. I'm talking about for Christ's sake, for the kingdom's sake. There are certain sufferings that is not of God. It's not God. What I mean, of, I mean, I mean, it's not God that orchestrated that or allowed it. Not God. It, in fact, it's not even the devil. It's foolishness of men. Let me say this to you. Ignorance is worse in a Christian's life than the devil. We blame the devil too much. I tell you the truth. Ignorance kills a believer faster than the devil. Constant updating. So he was saying, Daniel chapter 11, verse number 32. Those that do know their God shall be strong and they shall take action. Knowledge of God is vital. He said, Let, according to the grace, uh, according to the knowledge of our, our, our God and of Jesus Christ, grace be multiplied. Grace is multiplied according to knowledge. So as you update your knowledge, you update the dimension of grace you are walking in. Many times people pray, Lord, I need, I need grace. Give me grace. Update knowledge. I believe in prayers. But you see, there are certain things we pray, we pray, and we are wasting time. As such and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupt by flatteries. But the people that do know their God, those who do know their God, shall be strong and they shall do exploits. Not those who do know God, who know their God. Hallelujah. Come and I say hallelujah. You must come to a point whereby you know the Christ you are following. I'm serious with you. Many people don't even understand, you see. I've had people say, no, if you see the, the way of a man of God, that is how his followers are. And I say it's not true. That means Jesus Christ was actually also a greedy man because Judas was following him and Judas was greedy. And if you are talking about the perfect leader, it is Jesus. But he still had one among him who was greedy. Oh, there was one who was fearful and couldn't stand. Jesus was fearful never. Why do I go there? It's not about any man. It's about your personal engagement with your God. We have been sent to speak truth. I used to be saying, the way the church, that's not the man. I, 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 initially, I was feeling, I would ask myself, I even discussed this mama. You mean so? But it's not true. A father can be very honest, a mother can be honest, and you have a child that is dubious. 
How many of you know that Judas Iscariot didn't want Jesus dead? I'll tell you why I gave that example. He didn't want Jesus dead. It's just that he didn't follow Jesus to know the prophecies about Jesus. If he had known, he would have been careful about betraying Jesus. It was greed that was worrying him. He thought as usual. He had watched the master only from the outside. He never touched the heart of the master to know the journey. All he was thinking about as usual, Jesus would just walk away. They can't arrest him. Because several times they tried to arrest him, they couldn't arrest him. Then he will now, when he goes there after showing them, they will try arresting Jesus will walk away, then he will collect the money from them. At least I paid my van and get money. He didn't know because you see, he was setting himself up for the fulfillment of prophecy, even though negative. Many times when we think we are manipulating the world, we are setting up ourselves for also prophecy, but this time negative prophecy. Why do you think he was grieved? Hear me. They knew, this, they knew Judas would betray Jesus. He said, the person who put his hand in the bowl with me, he will betray me. He said, what you need to do, do it quickly. But Judas was not thinking Jesus would die. That is why he was grieved in his heart. That was why he was, he was feeling terrible after the event. He thought he would not get money. We don't deal with the scripture with cunning, cunning, cunning devices of men. Updates. Know God. Know how he operates. Then the devil will not be able to play, play with you. It was the devil that played with Judas. Oh, you remember? The Bible says when he left Jesus, what happened? He said, and what? Satan entered into him. Yes. That was all. And let me tell you the truth. He was round about the master. He understood the covenant. But you see, when you play with scripture and dance around in a twist, you give room for the enemy to come in. Paul did not play that. That I may know him. Mm. You say you are educated. Don't go for education. I'm picking Paul deliberately. Paul was highly educated in his season, in his days. And I'm not saying education is not good. If you follow me, you will know I'm interested in book. I like book. Paul was highly educated. He was a lawyer at that time. And lawyers were those who understood words, who understood philosophy. He was not just that he was a man of great influence. He was a member of the Sanhedrin Council, like, like the leaders of government. He was not just that he had a dual citizenship. He was both a, 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 he was a, he was a Jew and at the same time a Roman. He had access at dimensions. But you see, with all his knowledge, he went to the, the mighty schools, but with all that he was interested in knowing Christ. What are you striving to know? It is surprising to me that a Christian will sit down day in, day out, not study. I'm not talking about it is good to have a daily guide. Good. But I'm talking about an engagement of the word of God with your heart. Not because just somebody wrote down. Even when you are reading that, make sure it is, it is connecting with your heart. Not just a religious exercise. Because it will change you. And the aim here is for the word of God to change us. One week passed, you didn't read the Bible, you come on Sunday. And the Sunday, maybe you won't come this Sunday, next Sunday. You are just thinking it's one of those things. You think the greatest pursuit is to pursue as much money. Let me, let me shock you. Hmm. Hmm. This death, this death is very funny. What is trending now is the death of the Chadian president who used to go out to war against terrorists. As a president, he would be in the forefront. 
Never thought he would die. Yes, he was a, a military general. He would keep going. But this time he went and he didn't come back. When it has to do with life and death, no man totally has the prerogative to decide when they will die or not die. There are times you are not thinking it's going to happen, it happens. The question you ask yourself, every material thing is profitable here. Beautiful here and God expects that here. Help whatever we are doing here. But hear me, it does not. If you do not use it for God's kingdom, it does not keep anything for you across. It, do, it does not be, it does, it, is, it is not tenable as the works that follow you. It is not recognized as the works that follow you. Everything we are getting, that's why I keep channeling your mind, whether it's a degree, whether it's a business, whether it's money, a career pursuit, where is God's kingdom in it? And must everything be about God's kingdom, then you don't understand anything. If I have liberty, I'll preach a message. The lifestyle of kingdom advancement. Sunday. There's a lifestyle God has called us to. And I pray that we understand it. I still have one level of academic pursuit. I still want. I want to get a PhD for the purpose and the reason why I believe that God has sent me. I may not strive to be a professor because, you see, I may not be in an academic environment that long. I may not be able to write the things that I should write in the way I should write them. But I'm saying this, with all that pursuit, if there's no kingdom agenda in it, it's a waste of time. So what is your own? May you not live your life thinking of survival. Kasha Jeon. Ha. That I may know him. Your knowledge of Christ last year and your knowledge of Christ this year. Remember, when we are dealing with our knowledge of Christ, it's not just an accumulation of information. Mm -mm. When we talk about knowing Christ, we're talking about an experience. It's an experiential knowledge. Yes, accumulation of facts, but the facts have been put to work for experience. Encounters. What is your knowledge of Christ last year, this year? We are still encouraging a believer concerning the things of God. When I gave, when I gave my life to Christ, I used to, I, I, I didn't used to like it that they would follow up and follow up and follow up people. Not because I wouldn't like somebody to encourage me to be around. But I told myself I wouldn't be one of those that they'll be looking for every time when it has to be fellowship. Every time. Has there been times I felt pangs of discouragement? Yes, now. Uh, but I told myself, no. And that is why there are people that we appreciate in my life. Oh, yes. One of them, one of them, Mama knows him, is a, a good friend of hers. He's a pastor in the Winners, Winners, Winners Chapel Ministry. I spoke to him when we were planning to, to, to go to, to uh, 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 Canaan land. Pastor, pastor Shinobade, I cannot forget. While he was even talking to me and sharing Bible with me, I have not given my life to Christ. I was listening to him. Because I respected him. When I gave my life to Christ, it was a joy. something he had already expected. And he kept on. He would share things with me. I didn't know he was preparing my heart for the assignment ahead. Hear me. Update your knowledge of this God though, so that you will not be disappointed in the days to come. Hallelujah. I was at the garden today. I had even forgotten about the meeting. Not the message. I was at the garden today. And they still ask this question. 
COVID-19 vaccine. Is it real? Or is it a strategy of the Antichrist? And I was the first person they gave the mic to answer. And I was happy. I told them that anybody who had never taken any vaccine in that place should lift their hand up. There's nobody who has not been vaccinated. If you live in this country, in this contemporary age, every child, they will give you, see, mothers, making sure they will give you a card, you'll be ticking off the vaccinations. Am I correct? And if you are a traveler who wants to spread the gospel, not just, even if you are a business person, you would have taken vaccine. If not anyone, yellow fever vaccine. So I say you have all been vaccinated. And do you know that when they mentioned those vaccines then, people received it with skepticism. They were wondering, are, are they not coming with Ujuru? That's how they were looking at it. But now it has become popular. I said the challenge is this many people are trying to discourage us and make people believe it is fake. It's the same way doctors understand this. That even if a person is, is, is going to take a drug, they don't force you on a drug. They try to educate you so that you believe it. Because believing in that thing is important. And all we need is education. I took them back a little bit. I said there was a time they campaigned about 5G or any G. I said we have left 5G. China has entered 6G since. And that the Antichrist is not so foolish to think that the way you are thinking the Antichrist will come, that's how he will come. In fact, scripture tells us when the mark of the 666 comes up, you and I, if you are truly serving God, you won't be here. Oh, you didn't read that in the Bible. Rapture would have taken place. It's those who remain. Oh, you didn't get that. Go back and read scripture. Those who remain. Those who, who, who when they were telling them about Jesus, they were, they were playing church. They are the ones who will be under pressure. At that time, the help of the Holy Ghost is not present. It will be struggle now. And so, I told them, I said, well, if you like, let the mark, let it come from anywhere or anything. If you are saying they will monitor you, you are already known wherever you are now. If you have a phone, they know where you are. Except you don't want phone again. If you have a SIM, they know where you are. If you have ever been on Facebook, you are located. If you are on WhatsApp, you can't hide. You are in, on Instagram. You are on this is ignorance. Oh, if you have collected an international passport, you are known. A collected a driver's license, you are known. It's easy to access database from computers. There are people who hack into computers across nations. What are you talking about? You are living your life with fear. I watched one documentary. They put the vaccine injection and then they showed it disappearing inside. No, no needle. The needle went in. I said, ah! Photoshop. I've told Mama to try and register us because they said they will, those who are in the medical profession, said the essential services, those who are frontline, will be first of all given the, the vaccine. And I said to myself, a pastor is also frontline. Oh, yes. I'm he's among, go online if you want to register for it. Pastors are there because we constantly deal with people. So I told them, I said, well, me, I'm expectant of the vaccine. I said, let me help you. My wife has taken it. There's nothing wrong with her. 
it is okay. I say, if you are paranoid, small headache, you say, is it not relaxing? When heat will disturb you, heat, you have trekked around the town, you have been feeling headache, is this, this. So I told them, listen to me, face the word of God. I am not taking any vaccine because I'm afraid of anything. That is not why. There are many reasons why. I am not a local champion that I'm praying to remain only in one location as I preach the gospel. Hey. I trust God to touch the nations. And there are nations as they stand today you can't enter without you. Say, hey, that's the, that's the sign of the Antichrist. I'm sorry for you. He has not come yet. Don't worry, it will be revealed. He has not come yet. The day and the time, he said, will not take us unaware. Those seasons don't take us unaware. But it is drawing closer. Am I talking to somebody? And, and whether you run away from technology or not, if technology exists, the Antichrist will use it. So, I said, so I told them, take the vaccine. They bring it to you. I know other people are worried about fake or no fake. Hey, you are, there's fake tire. There's fake engine. There's fake certificates. There's fake teachers. Fake pastors. Fake churches. There's fake everything. But do you stop your life? Don't live your life in fear. All that we do to trust God that our country will get what is appropriate for us. Simple. And I trust that that's what will happen in the name of Jesus. Even if, hear me, even if it doesn't take care of COVID, it has been proven that most people who take it are not, are not prone to the other sickness anymore. Statistics have already started showing the difference. What am I trying to say? Update your knowledge. And stop. If you take a woman, oh, sorry. How many of you have watched this film? The gods must be crazy. How many of you have watched the film? about an Australian aborigin. The Otentos or something they, they call it. The tribe of black people in Australia. The original Australians if you like. They are also in Canada but that, that was, sorry? Was it Kenya? No, that film was about, it was Australia. It was actually Australia. It was actually Australia. The gods must be crazy. It was a section of Australia where they live. The Kenyans have a different height level and a different structure with them. So, what am I trying to tell you? It was a bottle that somebody threw from the sky. The person finished drinking Coke and threw it from the plane. The Coke bottle fell from the sky to the ground. Hey! God has sent them a message from the heavens. And they danced over that bottle. They used it for everything good. Oh, they will play music with it. They will pound their things with it. It was easy for them to walk with, play with it. Until one day, because it was one bottle, the human nature must show up. It's not enough for everybody. So, give me, it's my turn. It's not my turn. It's not my turn. It's my turn. So, I was talking to one person that hit the other person said, push, blood. And they never used to quarrel. It tells you that you can actually live without it. The selfishness of man that causes conflicts. And so... He was delegated to go and take the bottle and throw it, throw it away at the end of the earth. Because their belief is that the earth is flat. So there must be at the end of the earth where you get to where you can throw everything you don't need on earth there. Bottle. If you see bottle fall from the sky, will you think it's God throwing bottle to you? 
What am I trying to say? You are not ignorant anymore. Oh, you are laughing at them? Pick a woman from the village who have never seen a phone before. A phone. Never seen a phone before. South Africa. Okay, thank you. South Africa. Never seen a phone before. Never seen a phone before. And you put the phone by her pillow and then you put it on vibration. And the phone starts vibrating the night near her neck. Hey! She will say there is witchcraft in this thing. A metal vibrating by itself. And let's imagine that she mistakenly pressed and she starts talking. Hello, hello, hey! Because she does not know. Ignorance is the greatest enemy of any people. Our nation is suffering because of ignorance. We are celebrating people who we should crucify. Pardon my language. Criminals that we should hang, we are celebrating them. Beating drum for those who are eroding our entire life as a nation. Get it? Update knowledge. Can I get an amen? amen? Update your knowledge of God. Because if you know too much science without God, after a while, you will denounce God. Because you see, the only element that gives you an understanding of, of the dimension and nature of man is either science or theology. So if you do not follow the knowledge of God and take science, you get to a point and think man just existed for by himself. Poof! And came into existence. But then, it has been studied that much depth in, in, in the study of science and as you study theology, you will get to actually appreciate God much more. Knowledge of God. Knowledge of what? Please don't go a day. Many will listen to news. We watch films. These days, you don't even need to have a TV or even have a DVD or have anything. You have a phone, Abby. You can watch film. Just subscribe to Netflix. They know Netflix, they call it. You will download film. Cheap, cheap. Watch current films. People will watch films, listen to news. All kinds of news. Everything you want. Newspapers you can read online. In fact, those who are selling papers don't even make much money anymore these days. So if you can do that, please give time to listen to God's word. Download God's word on your phone. Let it be talking. I mean the one that is audio. Let it talk. There is no day I do not listen to a message. There are certain people I listen to. Because I've, some, I've checked their doctrine and their balance. I listen to them. And then you may even have a balanced doctrine, but in your preaching, don't stare me. So I won't listen to you. I don't have a problem with you. Who I listen to? What are you reading now? Say, who has time for reading? Let me say this to you. Anybody who is a reader will, will at one point in time find his bearing. The person who lives in ignorance will constantly be lost. Be blaming everybody for his or her calamities and troubles. I see you gain liberty in the name of Jesus. It has been proven that an understanding of a one who desires learning eventually comes to a point whereby he or she develops a capacity for greater things than where he or she is. Number two, commit yourself to kingdom, to the kingdom assignment. I think that should be 1 Corinthians 9, 16. Can you help me? Number one is 
Constantly update your knowledge of God. That's all I've been talking about since. Number two, commit to kingdom assignment. What scripture did I give? Can you help me there? First Corinthians 9.16. Somebody should just get us a TV. Let's put it there. I didn't say Daniel. Oh, I said 1 Corinthians 9 and 16. Okay. Mm. And thank God I have my Bible. Hey. I think the person is hearing something else. Are you there now? Okay, because for though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of. Please just follow me. For necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. He has settled one thing. A commitment to kingdom assignment. He has tagged it as if, see, my existence is in jeopardy. If I will not pursue kingdom assignment, how many of you will say, Woe is me if I don't preach this week? You know what woe means? Huh? Huh? It's a cause, calamity, problem, troubles, issues. Woe is me. Hallelujah. Come on, if you have to say amen. Woe is me. How many of you will say, Woe is me if I do not preach the gospel? See, you are looking at me. I mean, say it with me. Woe is me if I preach not the gospel. And you want the best from God. See, that is why the devil look at the church of God and laugh. <laughs> See them. Not these ones. They say they want God to be. I said, look at those men of old. Every one of them at every era represented God. Whether you are talking about Abraham, you are talking about Noah, you are going right down and list, keeping them talking about Isaac, talking about Jacob, leaving them going to Joseph, leaving them, just keep moving on until you get to Moses and the rest of them. All of them a commitment to God in their generation. And if you do not listen to me, put a, set, put a certain demand upon yourself to fulfill constantly the complaint to the kingdom, you will not do it. Because the enemy will give you all kinds of reasons not to. From reasons of money, to reasons of, of family, to reasons of health, to reasons of, of, of academic pursuit, to reasons of a job, to re all kinds of reasons will come up. However you need money to survive, I keep saying it. Any job that keeps you consistently away from fellowshipping with the brethren, resign. I'm telling you that. That is what scripture expects of you. Any job, I use the word consistently. This week, work. Next week, work. Upper week, work. Month after month, work. Once in a while, you enter into God's presence. He said, no, I'm carrying the presence of God. Why deceive yourself? If not, God would have not put us together. There will be no need. He said, but is it not so? It is not even your job that helps you survive. It is God. So get it clear. Commitment. Paul saying, woe is me. That is the example we are taking, Paul. I must preach it. What have you tied yourself to when it comes to kingdom? Like you say, woe is me if I don't do it. Is it your tithes? Is it your kingdom giving an investment? Is it your prayer lifestyle? Is it your study? 
Is it your evangelism? Which one do you say, woe is me? Some people, the, the only woe is, woe is me if I don't eat. They have to eat. They have an agenda for eating constantly. How many will you eat? Food for the belly? Belly for the food? Both one and the other shall be what? Destroyed. Quickly. Because of our time. Number three, Paul teaching us from scripture. I say, look at the, looking at men I will follow. And say some of the things that Paul taught us to do and what he was doing. One, if you want to fulfill kingdom, I mean, you want to be effective in God's kingdom, you must learn to abound and to obey. Please help me. Philippians 4.17 If you have several translations, you can help me look at it there. My, my phone has several translations. I think I have six different translations. Philippians 4 what? Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that it increases in your account. Is that the scripture I'm looking for? No. That's not the scripture I'm looking for. 18? Yes, 18. Help me. 18, who is there? But I've received everything in full, and I have in abundance, and fully supplied, having received from. No, that's not what I want. Help me, where are you? Philippians. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay, 12. Okay, it's 12 I wrote there. My 2 was looking like 7. 12. I know both how to have a little and I know how to have a lot. In any, in any and all circumstance, I've learned the secret of what? Give me the scriptures fully. Always cut it off. Who is there? Please adjust it. Give me the King James. Slowing us down too much. If your system is slow, you need to get another one. I've told you before. I know both how to, how to abase and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and to suffer need. Meaning that it doesn't matter what. Whatever the circumstance around me or whatever is happening around me, those are not the things that hinder me from accomplishing anything. Some people are only normal when everything is working bubbly. That's when you see joy upon their Oh, hey, the moment you see them laughing, you know they've been eating food. Or money has entered their hand or something. Once you see them looking sad, they have not eaten, or there's there's no money in their hand. You must get to a point where those are not the things that control you. Say, what's the matter? I remember one man those days. Anytime you ask him, How are you doing? It? You speak it in Igbo. Say, How are you doing? Say, Oh, Agu. You know what Agu means? Agu in Igbo means hunger. It's hunger. Say, How are you doing? Say, Oh, Agu. Hunger. Hardworking man. But he thought that that was humility. How are things going with you? It's not too bad. It's bad. That's what you're saying. You must learn that even when there is plenty, you can rejoice. Even when there is little, you can rejoice. And the, what will help you is that don't compare yourself with anybody. Else. 
telling you. Any possible drive a car, they say, oh, wow, man of God, don't back. I said, no, be my own. Damn, but now you, they, they still want to convince themselves that that's what makes me a man of God. One today, person, I say it's not my own. Person kept on. I said it's not our for anything. It's not. He said no. Let us. I didn't even tell who or where it's from. He said just wash it. It's a great joy to have access and certain privileges. That's the truth. But the fact is this: don't allow anybody to put you under pressure. You are not competing with anybody. I don't have to buy the kind of shoe that my friend bought. I have friends that if you see the shoe they use, you will know. Huh? Like some people say, oh, Magba. Bariba time. Oh, Magba. I'm talking about shoe. I'm not talking about butter. They're different. I'm not talking about 50K. I'm not talking about 200, 100K. 200. I'm, I'm I mean shoe, shoe. They are pastors. So is that, that, does that become my standard of feeling happy or not? There are bedrooms you will enter. You ask yourself, what way are you living? Then you become sad. Almost 20 years ago, I entered one of my director's houses and I was like, what? That house is still contemporary enough for now. 20 years ago. The house had 40 rooms. What you are calling large screen, they had the TV there was, I think, 100, 100 inches or more. Then, at that time, she was using a Turaya. So, should I die? Meanwhile, she needed Jesus that I already have. All she had, I gave her what she was looking for. Please listen to me. Learn to abound and to abase. Don't become a mad person because money enters your hand. There are people that the moment money touches their hand, you can't get them again. Their head are like this. Oh, million, million, million. Excuse me. They are worse than drunkards because of how much. Check the amount. Meanwhile, there are people who millions enter their account daily. You won't even see it on them. You bought one car. Somebody rest on it. What are you doing? What life is that? The thing you got for 200,000, somebody got that same thing for 2 million. God helped you. I showed you grace. I beg you, when seasons are sweet, rejoice. When seasons are not, rejoice. Am I talking to somebody? And you will enjoy grace. Do I get an amen? We are learning to be like Paul. Develop capacity. Have the ability to grow. 2 Timothy 2.15. I will stop with that. There are many more, but there's still time. I just give you a dose to go back and study about the life of Paul and the scriptures he taught us. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who doesn't need to be ashamed, correctly dividing the word of truth, in James, deliberately develop capacity. Your capacity is the ability to contain. The more opportunities you get is a function of your capacity. Even if God opens the door and you can't handle that business, it's a problem. Many times we share testimonies. Testimony is preparation that meets an opportunity. You are prepared. So when the opportunity comes, you can take it. Is somebody sitting with, with, with me? 
The time, I, the time I got a C class, many people were buying C classes, very expensive. But if I measure each time how much I got, they would be like, ah. It was simply preparation that made it opportunity. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Which capacity are you building? Let me say this to you. There are certain things that it does not answer to prayer. It answers to skill. Did you hear what I'm saying? For example, if, are, if I am going to choose somebody today who is going to be our church accountant or treasurer, which is going to happen very soon, I will not prayerfully choose. Hmm? I won't prayerfully choose. I will skillfully choose. Yes. I will look at a lifestyle of integrity. It is better to choose a mama who is in the market that didn't go to school. But she has two or three shops that have been growing gradually. She keeps her money well. Who sees the place? Now to get the guy who, boom, he has got in there. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a general manager. But money cannot stay in his hand. There are things we just spiritualize unnecessarily. Let us prayerfully consider. And what happened? When you are choosing leaders, listen to me. Listen to me. There are certain key things that are vital. A person of integrity, a person that fears God. A person that is consistent, a person that is committed. It's the same thing with everything you do in your life. I'm teaching you some things practical for life. Don't commit to somebody who cannot be consistent. To damage all that you are thinking of accomplishing. Capacity. And simple that people don't develop capacity. A man told me once, see if you can spend one, one hour every day reading. What it means is that every week you would have read for seven hours. And seven hours every month is seven hours times four. You would have read for 28 hours. He said, at the end of the year, what you'll be loaded with is strange. That because nobody has developed the capacity which God has put in their lives. It altered my thinking. I began to read. And that altered many things. In the university, I struggled. Very intelligent, but I will struggle. You can't teach me anything. I won't, I won't understand it. But to go back and pay attention, I beg, I beg, I beg. We are believers. But certain experience taught me. And I made up my mind from that season that there's no course I take. There's nothing I will take. Even the one that I didn't complete all the assignments when I was in theology. The ones I will do, I will do it dangerously. Study. If you tell me you are a good, excellent student in school and you don't read your Bible, you are just wasting time. Not a good student. There's a young man that is pulling at me. Pulling at the knowledge in my inside. I will answer his question. He will come around with the question this way. He's asking about the Holy Ghost. And I'm excited to teach him. Many times I spend a lot of time chatting and chatting and answering his question. Because he's pulling at the grace of God upon my life. He's pulling at the things I've spent time and invested. Recently he sent me a message. Say, please, please sir, can I ask for your account number? And I ask him what for? Today I will tell him, if you are thinking of sending any money to me, tell me the investment you have first. He's a student. But you know, many people say opportunity. <laughs> if you don't develop capacity, if today a parent comes to your school, for example, and that parent is a commissioner, I'm telling you, if you're not careful, your teachers will be dancing around, around the commissioner. They will not, they will not, even though the child is naughty, they won't tell Madam Commissioner, your child is stubborn. You know why? They'll be looking at, hey, high and mighty. 
forgetting that, listen to me, everybody is a champion in his own sphere. But his capacity determines that. That's why a pastor we see, we see, may God deliver us. The message will change because somebody entered. All of our politicians are trying because a politician entered. It is capacity problem. When you develop capacity, you are not scared because you know what you carry. You hear what I'm saying? When they ask me about COVID, before this, I say, ah, we are online now. Let us not ask that kind of question. In my mind, that I won't happen. Certain people here didn't, they agreed with no vaccine, like some here who are smiling at me and not and their hearts. I'm only helping to convince them. They are afraid too. But you see, I've studied and I've learned. That's the problem. Because they said so, so what? Go back and do research. Go and study. We're in an era of information. Don't be too afraid of death. Death will come. You say, but they'll be controlling you. You will not serve God. Listen, they've not controlled you. They've not controlled you yet. You are doing the wrong thing. Eh, I really cannot hear God. I'm not hearing God well. Maybe they will not be helpful. can't hear God. Who taught you to hear the devil? Did they teach anybody how to hear the devil? How come you are doing what the devil likes? Like everybody can hear God. You are a child of God. See, they've not really taught us well. Excuse me. Is your child grown up in your house? Can your child hear you the, word, the language you speak? The answer is yes. If you grow up in the kingdom, you will hear God. I thank God for today. I believe you have learned something. But there's nothing as bad as just learning and not coming to the knowledge of the truth. So learn it and make up your mind to put it to work. Are we still here? If you are here, say amen. I talked to somebody today about our project and I began to think about it that ah, maybe I shouldn't have talked to the person. Because the person is thinking in one direction. So I almost went, then I came back and I explained. I said, no, it's two projects. Mm. You know, when you say something, you are really wondering, so the person will not be thinking you are not serious. I said, it's two. I said, eh, I said, yes. I will not tell you what the person said. You must know what you know so that God can help you on your journey. Amen? He asked Peter, who do you say? They say, you won't call. What do you say? You must know what you know. What do you know? They that do know their God, what do you know? My God shall supply. He didn't say their God is my own God. Who's, who is your own God? Thank God for grace. Can we get the prosperity conference handbills? Let's give it to everybody. I'll be taking one of the sessions in the business meeting. And I'm going to tell you things, very simple things. I will alter your financial DNA. I'm telling you. Money is floating everywhere looking for somebody to come to. But by our prejudices and our own perceptions and thought of money, we are driving it away. Alright. Have you learned anything today? If you have, say amen. Okay. If you have learned something, say amen. If you have not learned anything, say amen. If you are willing to put what you have learned to work, say amen. If you are going to make an attempt, you are going to try. 
Say amen. There's a God who is willing to help us. Hallelujah. And I see great things coming out of your lives. I'm looking forward to a time where you will testify about the workings of God in your life. And the directions he has given, the instructions he has given, and how he has prospered you and caused you to become an example for others to follow. I look for those seasons in the name of Jesus. Bow your head one minute, talk to God. You have had different things. Put them together. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 